0: Hello, I'm Michael Whiting and this is AFL Daily. The contracts are getting bigger and the league is becoming more and more professional. The clubs are having more and more control over players' lifestyles, but how much is too much? I'm joined this morning by Damien Barrett. Damo, I know it frustrates you the way clubs control every minute of every moment of <laughs> players' lives. <laughs>
1: look there may be bigger things in the industry to talk about fish and get worked up over but this is one that is my uh, my current uh, list of, of of issues that have got out of control i feel and um I don't know how we're even allowed to get to a point where, um, you know, we debate what a player can and can't do um, in, in his own time. Um, look, the, the most recent and the freshest examples, and I think the best examples to raise are the, the Jordan degoey situation, mid-season, um, and, and even even what he did off-season last year when he went to New York and the mid-season one was when he went to Bali. Now, again, I know he got into problems both times, and, and I get all that, but but the debate about whether Jordan Dugowie should have been allowed to travel anywhere in the world, in his own time, um, I, I just don't get Jason Horn Francis too, fish as you as you recall um, early in the season. Returned to Adelaide to be with family. Um, he didn't tell the club about it. I say so what? At that stage, he had four or five days off. He's a I know he's a teenager, effectively starting his AFL career, but he's an adult in the footy sense. And surely, surely, an individual can do whatever he or she wants in their own time without needing to get it signed off by clubs. I know there's a professionalism component to it, but I don't get it, Fish. And and, and I just feel that the players have, a, have allowed the clubs actually to control every aspect of their lives in, in ways that I don't think is healthy at times.
0: I guess you got to distinguish, don't you, Damo, time off and time on. You're talking very distinctly about time off there, time away from the club, mid-season breaks, four-day breaks, maybe between rounds. It does get tricky. Is it different for different players, though? Is it fair for the clubs to expect different things from, say, a Jordan degoey who's obviously um, got himself into trouble once or twice before? Is it fair for them to have different expectations of Jordan than it is of maybe a Scott Pendlebury or Jason Horn? francis a first-year player, than of a Travis Bogue?
1: Absolutely. And, and, and whether it's fair or not, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's the way the world works. That there are rules for some. And rules for others, and 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 I get all that. And, and and these two players were were in the headlines. Um, Jordan regularly throughout his whole career for the wrong reasons, as Jason Horn Francis was ultimately as twenty twenty two played out, his first and only year in the AFL system as the number one draft pick for North Melbourne, with attitude being the the common theme with him, and and ultimately leading to him being traded out after just one year in quite historical. Uh, fashion, an adverse fashion for, from a North Melbourne perspective, but again, I, I don't want to make everything NFL and American sport into the AFL, and, and I understand you know too much of that is, is is not right either. But have a look at the way they run their systems. The, the players aren't seen at the clubs until a, a set date at a certain point in time, and and, and ha- whatever condition they come back in. Let's get back to AFL. Whatever condition an AFL player returns to his club in in, in late October and early November. I couldn't care, Fish. I, I really couldn't. And, and if they want to have a bit of a layer on their guts, so what in my eyes? Now, that's only going to hurt that that player. But there's a long runway between late October, early November to late March when they're playing their first game of footy. If, if you can't get yourself in a system and, and, and into shape in that time frame... You're kidding yourself. But I just don't see why players can't go and relax and enjoy the pure they've got after each season without the need to to come back in, in, in absolute elite body shape in November when they don't get to kick a footy for another five months.
0: It's an interesting point, Damo. I think we know that uh, most clubs, I, th- I would say all clubs, I would suggest, um, once the season finishes for a player, they're given a couple of weeks off. Don't do anything. Go and have a rest. Do whatever you want. But very quickly, I'm talking week three and week four into their off-season, they've all got programs. Now, they'll be modified programs and they will they might be running twice a week and doing weights twice. They'll be modified to some extent. But by the time they get back to pre-season, they're pretty much full-time programs before they walk back into that club. So it's probably a fair point Like that the off-season, which I think has become a little bit longer over recent years, players aren't back until late November, early December now, which previously was a lot earlier, but that, that off season isn't quite as large as what it appears on paper.
1: No, and again, I know there's a mindset of a lot of players too. I mean, even the older ones, as we know, get get a later start time or resumption time on a preseason than the younger ones. And we often see those older players, because of their professionalism, just resuming the group situation training long long before they actually need to contractually. I get all that. It's it's individual choice, but equally, if a player doesn't want to be seen in the, even Australia between his last game of footy and then his exit meeting for the season and his requirement contractually, whatever date that falls on, and if he rolls up a little bit overweight, so what? In my eyes, I, I know it flies in the face of some of the professionalism components to it, but look, I'm trying to get to the point, Fish, that in my eyes, clubs don't control players' lives. And and to me, that's the way an AFL player operates. Now, some of it's by choice. Some of them love the discipline and, and, and love the requirements of being an AFL player, and it gives them the structure that they wouldn't otherwise have. But... I just think it's gone too far to to, to the point where I go back to 2011 fish. I mean, Geelong players almost didn't. In fact, some of them didn't start properly training until January. And they won the 2011 premiership. I mean, it can be done if you know what's required to be successful. And ultimately, the good players will work that out pretty quickly anyway. If you get enough of good players on the one list, you're going to win flags, as Geelong had done. That was their third flag in that particular era. They were competitive beyond that 2011 season, as we know anyway, with the same group of players often starting either very late December or early January. Um, so we've got to the situation now where you know players can't even jump on a plane, in Jason Horn Francis's case, for an hour, go and see his mum and, and, and family and fly back to Melbourne again, an hour's flight, without it being an issue. I, I just don't get it. Whatever they want to do in their own time, let them do it.
0: Everything does have to be ticked off because the clubs want to know not only where they're flying because of who they're seeing at the other end of the flight, but also what that flight, what that flying means to their preparation, or is there too much? Is there too much flying detracting yeah, from their hour, training? Mate.
1: It's an error in the plane. <laughs> last time I checked, or thereabouts. I mean, uh, yeah, and look, I, I know too. Um, look, I suppose moving this conversation on from the control of the athletes um, by the club. I mean, there's a form of Pushback. I think on 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 the way. Certain athletes at certain clubs are pushing back on the industry and the clubs themselves with with sponsorship. We saw it quite um, dramatically uh, in in 2022 with with what happened with the Australian cricketers over over the Alinta Energy sponsorship arrangements through the games controlling body in, in Australia. We saw it with the the Australian Diamonds netball team and and the Hancock sponsorship on on, on their particular um, jumpers that they were wore during matches, and obviously for other reasons, different reasons, but the, the whole blowing up of the Manly Seagulls season on the back of a, a group of players for reasons that are valid in their eyes not wanting to wear the pride jumpers in a particular round and how that club never ever recovered from what was a, a good season to that point to, to having one where this coach got sacked out of it. So look, I, I see athletes are pushing back in, in certain spaces. I, I feel if I was an athlete right now at the highest levels, uh, I'd be pushing back on on, on the demands around where I need to be and what I can do in my own time.
0: It's a tough dynamic, isn't it? It's, uh, it's a lot of push-pull between um, clubs and players. I even look at uh, off-season when it comes to, to players and when they have surgery. I've thought about a few examples this, uh, this off-season. Do players go in and have surgery straight away and, and cruel their off-season that they would spend with families, or do they wait a little later in the off-season um, so that their rehab is, I guess, essentially taking place on club time? On club on, on time. time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, again, I, I, on that space, I'd probably get the surgery done as quickly as, as possible. If it, if it does impact family space, I absolutely get that part of it, Fisher, but that's that relates to the individual's professionalism and I, I think if you sign up to be an AFL player and you've got an ailment that needs fixing, well, I, I would argue even with what I have argued, that, that that has to be done at the earliest possible convenience.
0: I'd get it done quickly as well, Damo. It's just an interesting, um, an interesting thought and an interesting topic which we've run out of time to discuss today, so thanks Thanks for joining us again on afl daily keep clicking back to afl.com.au and the afl live app for all your footy news